Hello everybody, Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is a Wednesday, it's a short week today, uh, Wednesday today, and uh, the, the market is kind of, it's uh, it's a little bit flaky, uh, it's sort of pulled up and then pulled back, and, and I don't kind of kind of want know what it's doing, I think we're still above, um, I think we're still above uh, 1400 on the NASDAQ, which is key. So I'm going to pull that up here. So let's go going with the, uh, let's get going with the slides. All right. So basically what's happening here um, is, uh, let's put this up too. There we go. So basically, what's happening is, uh, you know, we're still, you know, we're still above that critical fourteen thousand on the uh, on the Nasdaq. That's that's important because that has start, you know, that really the rally on the on the tech stock started basically when the Nasdaq crossed about fourteen thousand. It has been continuing up. It's it's weakening right now. So we want to be a little bit careful entering positions right now. It just seems like it may be running out of a little bit of steam. Uh, some of my stocks, NVIDIA, has pulled back a little bit, but I still think we're going to go a little bit higher before the split. Um, Apple's doing pretty well right now, but, uh, you know, some of the other stocks, the second-tier stocks, aren't quite doing as well. So it seems to be pulling back a little bit. We may be adjusting here pretty quick. Don't know. Just want to kind of show you a stock of the day, kind of interesting one here. It's Burlington, B-U-R-L. And for everybody looking on TikTok, super easy to take a look at this. Just go to the profile, click the link, and then scroll all the way down. And that's how you can see all the charts that I'm showing because I'm showing them on TikTok. Unfortunately, I can't. I'm on uh, YouTube. Unfortunately, I can't do it on TikTok, uh, at least not right now. So that's kind of the that's kind of the deal with that. Burlington Northern, interesting. Um, it's got a 339.38 buy point. Um, and it's in a very, very strong sector, which, of course, is retail. Now, it's down a little bit today. It's about, you know, the volume's down about 15%, and the price down about $6.76, about 2%. Um, the composite rating is quite good at 82. I typically like to see at least 80 uh, going up, and it is in a cup pattern. So it is, you know, it's getting there. It's getting ready to buy, but it's still not there. Um I don't believe that it would probably be a good it's probably a good idea to wait on this one a little bit possibly until it moves above that 339 buy point but it's um it could be very good very very good um the relative strength line is uh, almost at new high so that's kind of one that might be very good to take a look at uh in terms of the retail stocks and 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 uh you know I did uh uh add L brands and um Nike to the small portfolio, and I seem to be doing pretty well. Uh, basically, here's what I've got currently. Uh, of course, I'm in Apple. Um, you know, that is making a very, very nice run. There is a all-time high on Apple. Basically, it's split-adjusted, and that's about at 147. We passed a very critical 137 buy point. So we are, you know, we're coming up. We're showing some more strength. Uh, I do think Apple is still actionable at these levels, believe it or not. Um, I'm uh, also in Blackstone Minerals down a little bit. This is one of the oil and gas stocks 
a lesser expensive stock. Uh, you know, basically it's at about 1050. Uh, we'll see if we hold on to that one. That one might be gone by tomorrow. Um, in CrowdStrike, CrowdStrike's looking good. Has a good pattern. Low volume today, but it is up 1.59 uh, and about 0.6 on the um, on on the price. DocuSign, this has been a very very good stock for me. I'm up about uh, almost 22% on this since in a month, uh, and it does it just seems to be uh, you know holding and possibly going higher. There is a buy point on a buy point uh, buy point on DocuSign uh, about two uh, 295 on that one. I have to look at the exact number on this one, but very strong stock DocuSign uh, doing quite well. As I said before, I'm in L Brands. This, of course, is a large retailer, and they are in one of the better sectors right now. It's off a little bit today, uh, down a little bit in volume. I'm also in Marvel Technologies. Of course, this is a chip maker. It's one of the two chip makers I have, the other one, of course, being NVIDIA. Microsoft, um, I, I was uh, moving into Microsoft a little bit earlier. It's not quite as well set up right now as Apple. So if you have to choose between Microsoft and Apple right now to go into a stock, probably you want to look at Apple more than Microsoft, though uh, Microsoft is quite good. It's up $2.45 today, uh, just almost a percent. Um, NVIDIA is uh, is down a little bit today at 817. Hopefully we'll see that pull back up. Uh, and move above about 8.30 or so. That seems to be resistance there. And again, we're coming into that four-for-one split, which is going to happen on July 19th. Uh, Nike, uh, symbol NKE, it's down a little bit today. It's also one another one of the shoe and apparel uh, sector, which is quite strong, actually. Um, this one is, I think, I think a little extended. It may not be actionable right now. Um, Santander Consumer, uh, this one's up today. About 26%. I'm seeing strong interest in this area. Um, one of the things is, that, you know, the banks have kind of stalled, but this is not really a bank. I mean, it's a bank, but it's primarily a B and C credit uh, auto loan company. Very, very strong. Uh, very, very, uh, you know, of course, higher rates on this. More risk on the on the uh, borrowers, but uh, definitely a moneymaker. SC based here in Dallas. Um, also, uh, the last one that I currently am in is the Trade Desk. It's up a little bit today. Volume's off a little bit. Uh, this seems to be, you know, seems to be hanging in there. Uh, it did pull back a little bit after its 10 for 1 split. Uh, it, you know, it split at about 9.90, and now it's sort of seeming to make its its movement back up to about that. So, do expect um, the Trade Desk uh, in the next few months probably should come back to close to the pre-split high of about 9.90 on that. So just kind of running down everything that I've got basically there. Currently, my allocation in the small portfolio, not all, all, all the stocks are in the small portfolio, but the ones that I have in there are pretty much how, how it is. I have 10% in cash right now. Uh, I was uh, basically stopped out of, uh, you know, one of my positions. So I'm not in uh, as many positions as... Uh, you know, I would like to be, but, uh, you know, again, my largest position in the small portfolio is DocuSign. It's up about 24% uh, in 34 days. Pretty good. Um, second best uh, coming in number two, of course, is Microsoft. Probably should increase, should have increased my position while I could here. Third is CrowdStrike. That seems to be doing quite well, up 4% in 16 days. And, uh, uh, and, and uh, of course, Apple. 
at, uh, um, you know, up about 4% in six days. The rest, oh, not so much. L, L Brands is, is hanging in there just pretty much even. Blackstone Minerals down a little bit, about down 1% in 20, 22 days. Probably going to be, if, if, you know, if this doesn't improve, I'll probably be jettisoning this for, for some greener pastures there. Santander Consumer is about even, and uh, we're down about 2% on the trade desk. So uh, that's kind of how it stacks out in my various uh, holdings. We have a really great um, trade that you might be interested in. It's going to be much easier to get into it than it was before, uh, you know, that I figured out all these things. But uh, if you're watching on YouTube, it's very easy. Just go to this address, Floor and look for the Amazon button, just press that, and that's how you can find out about this trade. Very nice options trade, taking advantage of the extreme strength right now in Amazon. If you are looking, uh, if, you, if you are online and you are looking on TikTok, super easy to do. You can either, you, you can go to the profile, uh, just click over to the profile, click on the link, and then you'll be able to see this. Uh, Amazon bull put bull call spread just as, as I think it's the fourth item down just look for Amazon click on that and you'll be good to go and this is a very nice spread trade that has a potential of almost two thousand dollars in uh, in about 45 days so not a bad not a bad uh, not a bad way to go on a very very strong stock also if you're interested of course we have the exclusive <laughs> Dallas Trading Floor mug. We're taking pre-orders right now. We should have every, we should have the mugs in by the end of the week. We should start shipping probably uh, at the end of this week or possibly next week. The easy way to sign up to get a one of those great mugs, and I'm going to have one too. I'll show it to you. Show it to everybody on is to go to this address: https colon slash slash bitly bit dot ly slash dtf underscore mug, all in caps. And uh, to take, a, you know, to, to get an order on the Dallas Trading Floor. Great for uh, great gifts, too, but makes a great gift as well. And uh, also, if you want to take advantage of this special Discord trading, uh, special Discord service that we offer, it's super easy. Um, just go to Floor, and then there's a button for that as well. We offer, you know, basically members-only trades uh, and a community of traders, and it's really helpful. A lot of people have done very, very well in that, and hopefully uh, it just seems to be growing and growing. So hopefully we'll be, uh, be even bigger and better in the coming months. Um, basically, we're on YouTube, of course, and at uh, youtube.com slash floor and, of course, uh, dallastradingfloor.com. So thanks for hanging on for that. Let's, um, let's go to some of the questions. Thanks. And there we go. Great. Uh, take a look at Tesla. Let's let's see how Tesla is trading. Um, you know, let's see if we can get that up here. And Bringing up my charts right as we speak. There we go. Hopefully we'll be right in there. And back into the charts.
<laughs> Still, just a second, we'll have it shared out here. One more try. Hopefully we'll get it this time. Still having trouble getting the, the right screen up here. So hopefully we'll get it up this time. Hey, we should have it here. There we go. I think I think it's going to work now. <laughs> I think I've got it up for everybody here. There we go. Okay. Tesla has fallen and kind of has been in trouble again, I'm afraid. Tesla just, you know, it has a lot of that overhead. Uh, it has a lot of overhead supply. So it's, it's it, you know, it's still not time to buy this issue. Um you know, again, we had a reversal line here, and I'm going to reactivate it. But what happened was it moved to the reversal line, it moved above the reversal line, and now it's pulling back down toward it. So it's currently in a downward trend. So we probably don't want to be in Tesla right now. Um, you know, this was my best, this is kind of painful for me because this is my best stock last year. This year just has not been the same with Tesla. It just, it just has not working like it did before. So... I think you got to steer clear of Tesla until it moves above really about 720. You just really have to. It's it's off significantly today, down 34% uh, in volume, but also about down 2.25%. So all the autos are not doing well. Ford has pulled back as well. So I think you got to be extremely careful regarding um, the, uh, the autos right now. It just really unfortunately happened. The same thing is true with NEO. Uh, again, you know, the, the auto stocks just have not been performing as well as we would like to see. I mean, it's just, uh, again, it's the same, it's kind of the same issue that you have with Tesla in that, you know, it made this run, it made an attempt and it pulled back and it's now below the 21 day exponential. So I just think at this point, if you're down more than 7%, you probably want to close your position, maybe wait for a better entry. Um, it's not a good time to buy this. Um, this is not a re good reversal. So I just think, you know, I just think it's one of those things. You've got to be very, very careful regarding any of these automobile stocks. They're just very hard to trade right now. Uh, they're choppy, and it just isn't where the market is. The market is just not rewarding them like it was basically a few months ago. Right now, the action is in many of the big cap tech stocks. Uh, one of the best ones, of course, is, is Amazon. And that is, of course, um, as I indicated, that's the subject of my um, bear, uh, bull call spread that I put out there. This, this, um, this stock is doing well. 
and it is moved up very, very nicely. I kind of want to show you the chart of Amazon and why it's so good as opposed to Tesla. Um, I got a fill uh, this morning on my bull uh, call spread. It took me about over an hour to get a, get a fill, but I did get a fill. And there is strong buying coming into Amazon. Amazon has moved above a very key level, that being 35.52. It's it's already at 3,700. Uh, the volume's up significantly today at 36, uh, up 36 percent, and uh, it's up 24 dollars. So right now, this is the, one of the places to be. There's only one area that's not good, and that, of course, is the relative strength line. But it is improving, uh, and uh, so. It, it basically it basically passes on every uh, uh, on everything, with the one exception, of course, being the relative strength line. So, if you if you want to be in the market, in a big cap stack, um, of course, Amazon is definitely at the top of the list. Now, here's the problem, of course, with Amazon, is the price for one share of Amazon stock is thirty seven hundred dollars. That's the reason I did the bull call spread. Basically, gives you uh, exposure to this stock um, but we're not talking about three thousand having to tie up three thousand dollars it's more like thirty it's around or more like three thousand dollars and you get basically the the um, exposure to a hundred shares as opposed to just one so that's a way that that I'm playing in anyways uh, because it's quite expensive uh, in terms of its uh, its cost um, also Andreas um, yeah neo you know I know everybody loves neo um, you know, but the automotive sector just is not doing well right now. If you're down more than seven percent on the stock, I highly uh, recommend that you 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 move out of the stock. Um, it just doesn't look good uh, for Neo. Um, we do have. Uh, it doesn't look like the 50-day is going to move above the 200-day, and so that does not look like a good situation, unfortunately, for it. We have a we have a retreating uh, relative strength line. So I think you just have to be extremely careful when it comes to NEO. I just, I think you just really do. So I would, I would move out of it. I have a question from Exxon. Now the oils have been doing well, but remember Exxon is not a oil, it is an integrated oil. It's a very different beast um, uh, than, than the other, everybody thinks of it as an oil company and it is. But it is not a primarily uh, E&P company. It is primarily a distributor, and uh, so it's, it, it behaves a little bit differently. So XOM, of course, is the symbol for Exxon Mobil. Uh, it has been doing fairly well, but it has it has fallen down below the 50-day moving average. So right now it is it is below the buy point the buy point of course being 62.55 on exxon the thing about exxon is we have a, re a retreating um a relative strength line and earnings are in 23 days so i think you have to be a little bit more cautious about uh, about exxon i don't believe this is a very good entry point for it uh if it moves above about 62 then i think you consider you could consider getting back into the issue, but right now uh, it's not a good entry. Uh, if you have, uh, if you're if you're in this stock, make sure that you don't take any more than a seven percent loss on this uh, by setting your stop loss. So be very very careful. I would not be going into Exxon right now. There are some stocks that will work uh, in this in the oil area, and I kind of want to bring bring your attention to them because I think it's important to to to, to realize that you know not all. Not all oil companies are the same, 
And basically, there's 197 different groups of stocks, and uh, they, they, they rank basically from 1 to 197. In the industry group right now, uh, the, one of the, the top performing uh, group, right, the top performing group is retail electronic consumer, but there is, uh, oil and gas is doing quite well, and that is, that is the number two group. And it has been for quite a while, basically moving last, uh, you know, six, uh, six months ago it was 49, it's number two right now. Very, very good area. Let's kind of look to see if there's anything in that, in that group that we can look at to find, you know, stocks that might be setting up and might be good. Of course, everybody knows about Dev and Resources and Diamondback, but let's look and see if there are any of the stocks that are close to their all-time high. Um, you know, this one's very interesting, this Goodrich Petroleum. I have not bought this one, but I think, you know, it's possibly take, worth taking a look at. It's moved right back up to the 10-day line, and it seems to be gaining strength. Uh, this one you might want to consider uh, as an alternative possibly to Exxon just because of the strength of this particular group. This is an E&P company, meaning that it does exploration and production. And it is not, uh, you know, it is different than the, the uh, uh, stock like Exxon, which is both the, uh, the uh, drilling side as well as the refining and transportation side. So this is one you might want to consider as, as potentially, you know, it's potentially a stock uh, to look at uh, rather than ExxonMobil right now. And uh, so that's kind of my thoughts on that. Um, oh, interesting, Forex. I don't do a whole lot of Forex trade uh, right now, but I do believe that, uh, you know, the euro probably, I'm not sure if the, what that pair, how that pair is doing, but I believe the, the, the dollar is weakening against the euro. Let me just take a look at that, uh, that real quick. Um, EU or slash uh, USD. The issue, the, the problem here, yeah, okay, so the dollar is obviously weakening, yeah, that's what I thought. The dollar is weakening, obviously, against the euro, and it is, you know, on the one-month chart, it's moved really from about $1.22 uh, to the euro down to about $1.15. So here's what I would say. I do think that at least... In the in the short term trend, we're going to see a weakening of the dollar uh, against the against the um, you know against the euro. So that might be a good trade if you if you are a uh, euro denominated um, buyer. You, uh, I mean, if if you, if you if you're looking to gain euros, you might want to move back from some of those dollar dominated dollar dominated uh, dollar dollar issues into some some of the euro denominated issues. You will see some uh, gain based on that. So you might be look might want to look at some of the more stable companies like Royal Dutch Shell, uh, quoted in euros, uh, and then that just may give you a little bit of a gain in terms of the, uh, you know, in in terms of uh, in terms of there. In terms of pure forex, I typically don't like to play it just because it's so highly manipulated by the governments. Very very hard to uh, to to play, I believe. Uh, but I do think that you know by buying by buying euro-denominated assets such as some of the big oils like Royal Dutch, uh, you might be able to get some some movement there. Um, this is uh, one of Kathy Woods's funds, of course, and this one is uh, AT AT uh, K 
are. Alright, let's this is see if I get that right. ATKR. Yeah, there we go. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I did not realize I thought this was an ETF. Apologize for you on this one. Interesting. Manufactures electrical and mechanical parts for non-residential construction and industrial markets. So that's kind of a generic. Uh, it's in the building uh, construction, 172 out of 197. Let's see. It's pulled back a little bit. I just want to see if this is a leader or not in this area. Uh, don't know this stock very well. Have not have not really done much in it. But I kind of want to take a look at see top stocks in this particular area. It looks as if in this area the, the really the best of the breed probably is Armstrong World uh, Armstrong, and that is probably the best. It's a little extended. You probably couldn't buy it here. Um, I think the building products is going to see a slowdown. That's my guess. Uh, and the reason I do is because I do believe towards the end of this year we are going to see, and I know this is a strange thing, and you probably might disagree with me because uh, house prices are at all-time high, but I do think that we're going to see a pullback in the, in the house prices, and this is primarily due to the end of the uh, forbearances that are on the mortgages. I also think we're going to see a slowdown in residential construction. And part of the reason I do I know this is because I just took a trip down to Austin looking around, and they're starting to get a lot of houses on the market, and they're starting to reach very, very high for many of their um, their sale prices, and they don't seem to be getting it. So Austin, by the way, for everyone out there, is the most inflated market in the United States currently, followed, I think, by uh, Phoenix. I think Phoenix is the second most. But uh, by by far, Austin is the most bubblicious market in the country. So I do think that we're going to see a slowdown in building products, especially in the residential sector. But I also think that we're going to see a slowing of the economy coming into 2022. This is based on, you know, a lot of things, basically. Um, you know, they tried to raise the interest rates, but it failed. So that's just showing me a very, very weak economy. Um, I do think that there's a lot of people unemployed that uh, are not showing up on the uh, the rolls, mainly because of the extended unemployment benefits. But, uh, you know, I think that uh, housing, I think this is a place you probably want to steer clear of right now because I don't think it's uh, headed higher. I think it's headed lower. All right. Thank you. Oh, thoughts on... Thanks, Kyle. And this is on boot. This is... Um, uh, this is uh, Boot Barn. And I do like the retail area has been very strong. And, and, and shoes in particular, for some reason, I don't know, I don't know why this is the case, but many of the shoe... Uh, the people that are selling shoes, I have a, a position in Shoe Carnival, as you probably know. It's a it's a uh, option spread. I closed part of it, but I have uh, maintained the call spread of it, the bear, the bull call spread of it, because I do think this is a very good area uh, in retail. It's basically nine out of 197. This is the retail apparel shoes category, and Boot Barn unfortunately is extended, so it's not a, a buy right at this point, even though it does have a 100% checklist. The the thing to look at is let's see if we can find let's see if we can find something in this. This is a very good area to look for brand, look for stuff in. Currently, I have L brands, but I think the I think the I think the one that you want to look at is Burlington, and that is the that is the that is the class act right now. It's a kind of an expensive stock, but I think it's far. I think it's really worth it. I think this stock is a little bit better than Boot Barn. 
Uh, of course, everybody's heard of Burlington Stores, I'm sure. This is setting up extremely well. It's, by the way, it's the stock of the day today. Um, and it's, of course, in this retail uh, apparel shoes area with a, with a buy point of 339.28. Uh, so here's what I would do with this one if you were interested in uh, you know this area. And I think this is a great area to be in. It, it's number nine out of 197, looking very, very good. Um, and I do think that uh, you know it may pull, it, 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 it's looking like it may pull higher. So what I would do is I obviously wouldn't buy it right now, but I think we're gonna get a reversal off this 10 day line. And that's this line right here. And I think going going higher, I think it might make a a very very good buy. Here's what I would. Here's how I would kind of look to, um, you know, look 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 to go look to go into it. And that would be to basically right about here is where I'd be looking to possibly do a um, as it bounces off this 10-day line. I'd be looking to do a um, a, a buy stop limit order. So. What I what I would probably do there is a buy stop limit order uh, with uh, uh, the stop equaling uh, the the um, basically a little bit below the 339. I think you could get by here with uh, let's see. I think that you could do a stop right about here at about 3:33. So that's what I would be. So I would put stop equals uh, 3:33, and then the limit equals 3:33.10. And I think that might be, you know, that you know that would be where I would set the stop loss. So set the buy stop limit order so that's really you know um that's how i see it i see i think if you're looking at boot barn i think you really have to look at um you you really have to look at uh um uh burlington because i think it's a little bit better stock it's more expensive but you know just buy fewer shares that's basically my recommendation so if you're looking in this area and i think this is a great area this this uh this retail apparel shoes accessories area i think it's really really good so probably want to put this one on your list it's b-u-l-r burlington coat factory so very very good there but boot barn is great it's just uh i think um i like to be in the very best leaders that's that's my that that's sort of my game plan i try to be in the leaders i'm currently in l brands which is you know right now one of the leaders and then also boot barn is, is the leader in this area as well so those are kind of look uh, kind of look good for there. Thanks, Ricky. Um, and this is a buy point for for uh, Amazon. And of course, you know I do have that uh, that Amazon bull call spread. It's really easy to get it. All you have to do uh, if you're if you're watching on um, the you know if if you if you're watching on YouTube, just go to um, you know just 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 go to www Dallas Trading Floor. You know that's that's the easiest way to do it. Just go to www Dallas Trading Floor, and then uh, just flip uh, flip down a little bit, and you'll see it where it says Amazon. Push on that button, and then you'll you'll be able to see that. If you're looking on the uh, TikTok, super easy. Just go to my profile, click the link, 
and then uh, you will see it's just the button that says Amazon. Hit that, and you'll be able to get a, a look at the Amazon trade that I have for today. It's a very strong stock. It's breaking out. And the question is, where is the buy point of it? Well, the actual, the, tr the correct buy point on this one is a cup with a handle. It's at 35.24. Currently, it's at 35.97, which is a little bit above that. We're still just barely in the buy range on this one. I would not buy Amazon above about 37.07. So we're very close to the top of the buy range. But right now, Amazon is looking extremely strong. It is breaking out, and I do think if you want to make start building a position in Amazon, it's probably a good time to consider doing it now. Now, even if even if you buy it at this level, we're still a little bit extended off of that buy point. So, make sure that you have your stop losses in there very tight, maybe two percent uh, or less on on your on your stop loss on this one. But I do think it's viable. But we're just about we're just about extended. If we go up a little bit more, we will be extended. But right now, you can buy it, and it is looking very, very strong. Uh, Amazon has been doing extremely well. The only thing it falls down on is that the relative strength is less than 80, but currently it is moving up. So I think that even that might not be, an, uh, might not be a problem for it. Just kind of want to look at the options action on Amazon to see how it's trading. I just want to look at the uh, open interest, and it seems as if there's a lot of open interest for a uh, 37.50 call, which of course is higher than what we've got now, and that's basically for the 9.21 expiration. So, um, very bullish, uh, you know, from what I can see. This is a, this call is it seems to be very very bullish as well. So, uh, just very good stock overall. I think it's probably going to go higher. I just want to kind of look at the weekly chart. Uh, to see, yeah, absolutely, we're moving into new higher ground. I do think that we're going to see, um, you know, we're going to see a strong, a very, very strong movement on Amazon, at least in the next few few months. Now, there has been some rumor that w that Amazon will split. I don't think that has been confirmed. It would be a great split. It probably would be a 5 to 1 or 10 to 1 split. But, you know, I don't think, uh, Amazon hasn't split in many, many years. Um, I think the last time it split was like, you know, over 10 years ago. So I don't expect it to split. But the buy point right now for Amazon, uh, 35.54, and uh, it really could be bought up to about 37.07. After that, I think you've got to be super careful because it's extended. And uh, the thing, the one thing about Amazon, it's such an expensive stock that, you know, that might pr might might present a sort of problem. Uh, but uh, I do have a very good, um, we do have a very good spread on it, which, which is much be much easier to to uh, to, to deal with. Jim, um, will Shoe Carnival and KLIC uh, go up anytime soon? Um, I have been losing money um, on these. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, KLIC, I was I was stopped out of KLIC, so. I think you probably, you know, if you're well more than seven percent on KLIC, you probably want to exit. Um, I I exited uh, yesterday. I had a stop on it, about a five percent stop on it. Uh, I don't think that this one, you know, I think you just got to you just got to get out of this one right now. It seems to have not been able to uh, gain enough strength, and it has moved down, and it has moved below the 50-day line. So. 
my my thought on this one right now is for some reason it's it's lost a lot of strength. I think you probably want to, um, you know, if you're down more than 7% on this one, I think you want to exit it. Um, it, it. It's not fun when you have to do this. I, I had to, uh, you know, I did, uh, I, I got off my position. I had a half position in KLIC. And I did, uh, I did move out of it. Let me, sh let me share with you, kind of where I, um, I exited. Uh, so I'm going to take a look. I'm going to go over here to my portfolio, small portfolio, and see if I can uh, give you an idea of where they did. I, I did sell, and yeah, I did. I sold for six percent loss. Um, on KLIC, so uh, let's go ahead and share that with everyone. And uh, I want to sort of share this with you um, here. Yeah, there we go. So basically, um, you know, where I did, I came out of um, KLIC, uh, KLIC on uh, yesterday, basically, and uh, I did sell it. I had been in it since the 25th of June. Um, I only had 18 shares, not a lot, uh, but uh, my sell price on that one was uh, 57.21. It's it's uh, at 52, so it's significantly below that. I think it's a good time to sell, uh, and we're currently off. You know, I, I was off about six percent of this one. So, um, you know, sometimes that's just what you got to do. It's it's tough because. Um, you know, it's, it's tough when you have to sell like that. Now, for Shoe Carnival, I think it's a little bit different story, but I want to pull that stock, that um, sheet up. I was, uh, I did uh, exit a put spread that I had on Shoe Carnival. Unfortunately, it was a put uh, spread, so it was, it was, it was, you know, but I still have, uh, uh, I still have a call, I still have a, a call spread on it as well. Uh, let's see, C R S C V L. I think there it is. S C S R V V L. I should know this offhand. What was that? Was shoe carnival? S C V L. Okay. Let's see. Sorry. SC. SCVL. Sorry. Yeah. I. SCVL. There we go. Bringing that up now. All right. So this is Shoe Carnival. So let's bring up the chart on Shoe Carnival. And there we go. Um, you know, this is. This is. At 65, I think, you know, hope, you know, we should see a bounce here. I'm hoping if, you know, uh, I, I think we should, I think we will see a bounce here. But if this pulls below, much below this, I'll probably be out of this. I'm, I'm looking to see a bounce. We're at the 20, we're at the 50-day uh, line. I'm going to be holding it, uh, even though the relative strength line is downward facing, and see if we get a bounce at this line. If we don't, uh, then... Uh, I think that, you know, I probably will have to exit it, but uh, I probably will be putting a stop loss in there at about 63 or so. And if it moves below that, I am probably out of the position. Now, I don't have the physical shares on this. I just have the contracts, but I would close it if it moved below about 63. 
Uh, so that, that's uh, that's kind of that's kind of the situation. <laughs> Are we in a bear market? No, not even close. <laughs> you have, not even close. Uh, we're currently in a market trend, um, which is which is moving. Uh, which is moving very nicely up. Um, for those who haven't been trading for very long, um, a, a bear market is where basically you know four out of five stocks go down. We're definitely not in any one day. That's not the definitely not the case here. We are in a situation where we're still in a bull market. Believe it or not. Um, can you cover the difference between simple moving average and exponential? Oh, thank you very much, Nathan. Uh, also, the reason you use the 21 exponential. And, and since he's great, okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go over. Let's go over to Apple. That's a good. That's a good one to, to kind of kind of show you kind of what I'm talking about here. And I'm going to pull that up. Um, basically, this is the kind of charts that I use. Now, this black line here is the 200-day moving average. Okay. So that's the one you want to become most most um, conversant with un initially. And basically, with the 200-day moving average, you want to see this in an uptrend because that means that over the last 200 days, capital has been flowing into this particular issue. Now, in a normal ascending stock like Apple, you're going to see the lineup like this. You're going to see it totally correctly like this. You're going to see 200-day at the bottom, 50-day uh, up from that, 21-day, and 10-day. Okay, well, that seems logical. You say, well, that seems logical, Jim, but what happens when the stock isn't quite behaving correctly and it's not moving up, it's moving down? Let's look at a stock, for instance, that is moving, um, that is probably moving lower, and that's going to be like uh, NEO. NEO is a stock that probably is moving lower. So if you notice on the NEO chart here, the 50-day is now below the 200-day. Okay, but the but the 21 day and the 10 day are above the 200 day. You say, well, why would that be? Well, what's happening is that in the short term, there's a short term rally, and then a pullback. So this is why when you're looking for a stock that is moving upward, you're going to see 200 day at the bottom, 50 day, 21 day, 10 day. But if it's not in that order, then you know that something is incorrect. Well. The the where the the when this this stock started to underperform, as you can see, is when the the 50-day line moved below the 200-day line, and that is called the death cross. Okay, if you have high volume, when that happens, that means that the trend, the trend of the stock is, um, you know, is is not reversing for the better. It's it's even though it's going up. This is telling us that it's probably going to move down. So whenever you see the the 50-day move below the 200-day, you know that the in 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 the future we're looking at an overall trend of the stock moving down. And then again, that's essentially what's happened. It, it rallied, but then it's pulled back. Now, if on the other hand the 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 50-day uh, moved above the 200-day, then that would be called the golden cross, and that is showing that at least in the short, the medium term, it is going to go higher. So let's look at an example of a stock like that. I think ExxonMobil might be a stock like that. Let's take a look at it to see. Here's ExxonMobil, and, and we can go back a little bit in time. This is the Golden Cross. This is the, 
This is the 21. This is the 50-day line, and as it moves above the 200-day line, that is the start of a of a, of a long-term uh, ascendancy. So when you see the 50-day move above the 200-day, that is showing strength. Now I've gone. I've gone. Now both of those are simple moving averages. Why do we use the 21-day exponential and the 10-day? Well. The reason we use the 21-day exponential is because the if the if the stock is trading on or near the 21-day and above it, then we know that it is very likely to move higher because this is an exponential scale. The 10-day is showing us where to get in and out of stocks. We want to buy as close to the 10-day line as we possibly can. So. If the if the if when I'm talking about extended stocks, let's look at an extended stock here. Um, let's sub, look at something um, maybe Nvidia. Nvidia is quite extended. Okay, as you can see, it um, and hopefully we'll get to, it will come up. There we go. As you can see, the the further it gets away from the 10-day line, that is that is the the worst place it is to buy it. As it comes close to that 10-day line, that's where we want to buy it. But only on a stock that's an ascend, ex, uh, ascending like 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 Nvidia. You notice 200-day, 50-day, 21-day, 10-day. So the ideal place to buy a very fast ascending stock is as it's coming close to that 10-day line and then reversing up. So if we were looking at, at a good day to buy Nvidia, that would have been about June 5th. Why? Because it come right down to the 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 10-day line and then it moved up from there. So we don't want to buy it up here, obviously, because it's too far extended from the 10-day line. So that's kind of in a nutshell. And I could go into this literally for hours, but this is sort of in a nutshell the way it works. The reason that we use the 21-day ex, uh, exponential is because that shows us that is the line that we want to see the stock moving around, either up or down. We want to look at that 21-day line. If it's moving close to that 21-day line, it probably can be. We can probably find an entry point with, for it. The the 200-day shows us whether or not the stock, whether capital is flowing in or flowing out. If it's if if the 200-day is moving downwards, that means stock is flowing out of the issue in general. If it's moving up, that means stock, uh, that capital is still floating into the issue. The 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 50-day um, line is very important. If it crosses below the 200-day line, then it is what they call a death cross. That means the stock is going to trend lower in the next few weeks. If it moves above, that's the golden cross. That means that it's probably going to trend higher. So <laughs> I, I, I went through that very, very fast. But um, it's definitely something to look at. Uh, you can probably get, uh, you know, um, in terms of in terms of doing uh, analysis with the indexes, um, how to make money in stocks, a winning system, good times or bad, covers this in a very good detail. So, uh, thanks for very very much for that question. Okay, question, uh, Nathan. Will space uh, trend higher into the launch this weekend? Possibly. The thing about trading uh, space, SPCE or Virgin Galactic, is that it doesn't really follow a lot of the rules. It's very it's a very tricky stock. Um, to to trade now I've done well uh, the last the my last foray into the stock I didn't do so well but I've done well in the stock right now the stock is extended okay what does that mean that means that it's moved up very far above the 3562 buy point currently it's at 44 
uh, 95. Now, would I buy it at this point? Well, I, I, I do think that if there is a chance that it comes back to the 21-day line, if it moves, if it bounces off that 21-day line, that might be a good place to buy it. Right now, it's going to be tough to buy it as it's just right on the 10-day line. So, do you think it will will um, um, it, it will trade on on rumor? Well, it has before. Uh, it definitely has before. But the thing about space. Uh, uh, Virgin Galactic, it's a, it's a very, very speculative stock. Uh, it doesn't really have any earnings, and it's still, you know, kind of in the experimental stage. That said, I mean, you could make money on it, but you sort of have to treat it like a short squeeze or something like that. You really have to, the minute you buy it, you have to immediately put your stop loss in and push that up as hard and fast as you can, because uh, that's just how it trades. Um, do you analyze the charts in the same way, uh, whether it's a stock, crypto, or ETF? Good question. Actually, um, yes. <laughs> in a word, yes. But I don't typically um, I don't typically analyze crypto directly. I use what they call a proxy for that. And the proxy I use for crypto is the Bitcoin proxy, and that's GBTC, and that's the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. And why do I use that? Because it tends to be over a period of time, it tends to be more accurate uh, than just looking at Bitcoin price alone. Currently. The Bitcoin is in decline, as you can see by this chart. Now, this this ETF, Exchange Traded Fund, holds 4% of the world's Bitcoin. So, um, typically, if the if the if the outlook for Bitcoin is bullish, you're going to see bullish candles and you're going to see a bullish movement on the stock. That has not been the case with um, the GBTC as of late. Now, it is true. The 50-day the, the line for the GBTC is still trading above the 200-day line, so we have not yet gone into a uh, a decline. If if this two if if the 50-day uh, line moves below the 200-day line, I would be looking to sell or possibly short Bitcoin, because that is what they call the death cross. Currently, we are not at that condition yet, but it does look like Bitcoin is weak based on this chart. Yes. So I do use I do use charts both for ETFs and for stocks, and then for for the Bitcoin, which is kind of a special case, a crypto. I use the the proxy for it, and that is the GBTC. So that's how I that's how I uh, look at it. It's a very good question, by the way. Uh, any recommendations for stocks to buy an infrastructure plan? Well, Granite Construction has been very good. GVA. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think. I just have a feeling that the infrastructure is going to be dead in, you know, um, you know, dead on arrival. But let's take a look at Granite GVA, and that one would have been probably a very good stock. It is, it is, sort of going sideways, which is not, which is not um, unsuspected because basically we don't know if this this thing is going to be passed or not. This uh, this this program. My guess is it probably will not be. And uh, I don't. I think that you know we're going to see a, a fall off. This is what I was looking at. This is one of the reasons I was down in Austin over the weekend. Austin is the most bubblicious market in the country for housing. It's the fastest growing housing market, and it's looking to get very, very weak by the end of the year. So I doubt that the infrastructure. I know that it's advertised. I know that everybody's saying you know infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure. I don't believe it. I don't think he's going to be able to pass it. I think taxes are going up. I think inflation is going up, and I don't think it's going to happen. So I would, I'm not, unfortunately, a bull on any construction stocks right now. I was earlier 
in his administration. I was in Granite, but the it just didn't look it just doesn't look good for that. So I wouldn't be a bull on those kind of stocks. I think that we're going to see a lot of inflation. Oil prices are going up because again the the Biden administration um, cut production domestically. <laughs> which is a self-inflicted wound, but we won't talk more about that. I mean, there's a lot of self-inflicted wounds with this this uh, administration. All right. Uh, okay, so let's look at DocuSign. I'm in DocuSign. I have a large position in DocuSign in the small portfolio. Uh, in the last 30 days, I've done very well in this stock. I have increased my position as it nears the... Um, as as it nears the buy point, and I want to show you my marked up chart on this one. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> it's currently right now in the buy zone. Well, just below the buy zone. Pulled back right above it. <coughs> um, when it moves into this buy zone, it's it's it will be a good time to start acquiring even more DocuSign uh, if it can pull past this uh, this two eighty two ninety twenty three buy point. This would be an excellent place to buy it. I would recommend possibly buying on a buy stop limit order. And the order that I would recommend on this one would be um, oops, to uh, to do <coughs> uh, you know to, to do to do a buy stop limit order on on DocuSign, basically at 290, and then the limit being 290 and 10 cents. I do think it's an excellent excellent stock. And again, I'm in it heavily, so uh, not that not that, that makes it good, just that I have I, I'm I'm it's just looking very good. It, it was one of the first to break out uh, from the tech stocks after the after the doldrums, so it's done very very well. So, DocuSign might be one you want to put in your portfolio. Uh, we do have a rotation into some of these big cap tech stocks. DocuSign is definitely in there. Let's look at KW um, EB. All right, and that is okay. China's—it's the index stock. Yeah, right now uh, because of the issues with China, I think that this is a little bit dangerous place to be. Uh, as you can see, we've had we've had a downward trend. Let's look at the weekly chart. Uh, yeah, we definitely have a downward trend here uh, on the China-based stocks. I'm going to put a trend line in there and possibly do an alert on it uh, on that line. But it does look like right now, at least. This is not a good chart. This is in a downward trend. By the way, one of the first things you want to do when you're looking at a chart is you want to go to that weekly chart and you want to see where that, you know, how it's facing. Right now, this one is if you if you imagine a, a, an airplane going from Seattle to Miami, that would be kind of what this would be. So this is a descending chart. So right now we don't want to catch a fall in that. So we don't really want to buy a descending chart like this. Um, another thing is then you go to the daily chart and you'll notice. And this is what I, what I was talking about with the trend lines. Now this is this has had the death cross right there. You see how the the 50-day the line moved below the 200-day line. Okay, this means that this is going to retreat as a as an uh, as a share. So the the 200-day line is on the top. Then comes the the 50-day. Then comes the um, to uh, the 21 day and the 10 day. So this and 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 there's a lot of selling. This is a terrible stock, and it is going to go lower. This is just, it's got a relative strength of eight, and I don't think you want to be in this one, Jeff. I really don't. Um, yeah, I think you will lose money on this one if you buy it. Uh, it's just that way. This is this stock is retreating. 
um, and it's just, it just not, does not look good. So I would wait for a reversal possibly on this one, but I, right now I just would absolutely not buy this one. It just looks it just looks terrible. Oh, let's look at skin for Jeet. Let's look at skin, S-K-I-N, and take a look to see beauty. Okay, the beauty beauty health company. Interesting. Okay, skin care solutions. It's kind of interesting. This is a $19 stock, so it looks like it is not. I don't see if it's a recent IPO. I don't really know the stock. Yes, it is. Uh, it was. It's essentially a recent IPO. It looks as if I'm looking to see if it has an IPO base. Doesn't it? Sort of has an IPO base here, so that looks good. It and it's pulled above um, 19. You know. This does kind of look good, but I just don't see any place to buy this one. This is essentially a, a, an IPO, and I just don't see any place to buy this one right now. I mean, you could buy this, but it's very extended. Uh, what do I mean by extended? Well, the the buy point on this one was 12.84, and it's extended above that. So I'd be very very careful with this one, Gene, because even though it may be a very good stock long term, and it does look it does look like it, it has some real potential, but right now it's extended. So I'd be very very careful buying a stock that's heavily extended like that it's just it's just not a good it's just not a good place to 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 to, to be okay we have a qu question from TikTok about dd you know dd of course is uh you know i think it's the the amazon of um of of china um and you know it has not been doing well the stock most of the china stocks have not been doing well as of late uh it just they just seem to be having some issues. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. I think it's DD. Uh, they just have not been doing well as of late. It's been a tough market for China stocks as of late. Um, all right. Well, I can't seem to bring that up. So I'm going to go to Coinbase. And, of course, this is an IPO. I was in this IPO on day one. I basically sold it after 30 minutes uh, for a profit. And it, went, it, it then readjusted. Um, I basically got into 400. I sold at 420. Basically, 10 minutes later, um, this one still is. I just wouldn't buy this one right now. It's just not ready to go. Um, this is not a chart you want to buy. Um, uh, you you just don't want to buy this one. This has a downward trend, and we're just going to show it like that. So the question is, can it break this downward trend? Well, maybe, maybe it can, but it doesn't look to me. I would be very careful with this one. Kind of drawing a trend line here. This might you might be able to consider this as a trend, but I just I think right now it's going to be. I'm going to set an alert on it, but I I just think it's. You, you, I I wouldn't buy this thing unless it went above about 308. So it's got a long way to go. It's at four. It's at 251 right now. So I would I just I would take a wait see attitude on on um, on uh, on. Um, um, uh, on on Coinbase, question on uh, oh Nvidia. Okay, let's look at Nvidia. Nvidia's been was pulling back to that. I think we'll see what the after hours are for Nvidia. I do think we're going to pull higher um, because we're in. But I want to look at I want to look at the 30 minute chart for Nvidia. To kind of see. There we go. Yeah, it seems as if we've kind of we kind of ran out of gas here today, uh, and. You know, we closed right. You know, we we seem to have this floor right at about uh, two eight thirteen or so, 
uh, we were as high, you know, we were as high today, uh, yesterday at the close, um, of about um, 8.33. I do think that there's some resistance at 8.30. We'll see if we can get by it. Uh, there was some selling today. I do think that this is a process of shaking out some of the smaller investors, as I do think NVIDIA is likely to go higher before the uh, July 19th, the day of uh, the day it splits 4 for 1. But we'll see. Um, a lot of the estimates have been risen or have risen on this one to 900 to 950 by a lot of the brokerage firms. So I still think we're going through kind of a, you know, kind of a shakeout. Um, you know, and that's just that's really all I can say. There is resistance at about 830. And I think if it can move past that, I think it'll go stronger, higher. But for right now, I don't know. What's going on with small claps? Well, I think with the Russell, I think we're I, I think it's been a pretty weak day. So let me just see if I can get the S&P. Let, let's just take a look at the S&P 500. I just want to kind of see how it's trading today. This is the composite for the S&P 500 here. Um, well, it's pretty, pretty good. See what the Russell is doing. Uh, all right, let's see if we. I want to see if the what the Russell 2000 is. So that's really the one that uh, that I think is the, is 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 the key. So the Russell, yeah, the Russell 2000 looks like it pulled down to the 50-day moving average. So it looks as if it's probably going to bounce. What I'm seeing here, based on this chart, is I think we're going to see a bounce here. Um, but we, who can tell? I mean, it does look like we had one bounce there. So it's, I think we're going to see a bounce probably into the end of the week. So I do expect that hopefully that will not move lower than this. That's that's kind of my look at it. Well, we've gone a whole hour, and <laughs> so I've wasted an hour of your time. But thank you very much for taking a look at my show. Um, and, uh, you know, we have, we have is, again, we have this, this trade on... Uh, Amazon. Amazon is looking very, very strong right now. This is a way to kind of get involved with that. Um, but uh, it's easy to do. All you have to do is uh, go to www.dallastradingfloor. And I'll just put that there. Yeah, there we go. www.dallastradingfloor. And then if you just go down the list, the third one down, you'll see the Amazon logo. Just click on that and you'll, you, that, that'll get you to the spread trade that I put up there. For anyone watching on TikTok, super easy. Just go to, um, just go to the, uh, just go to my profile. Click the link, and you'll see all the selections. But to get the Amazon trade, just just go down three, and you'll see where it says Amazon. Just click on that, and you'll be good to go. Well, thanks everybody. I wasn't able to get to every last question. I apologize. Um, oh, okay. Let's let's take AMC as the last question. Thank you very much. Kind of go a little bit over today, but let's look at AMC. And see how let's check back in and see how they're doing um, today, you know. And uh, you know, people have just been holding in there on it. It's pulled back. Um, you know, I probably would not be a holder at this point because it does look like uh, it is pulled back a little bit. Uh, I kind of want to see it move. I want to see it change its uh, change its uh, um, change its trend. Right now, uh, I'm going to draw a reversal line. Uh, on AMC uh, to to basically to put an alert on it to see because right now it it if it if this reverses higher we might be able to buy it but right now we can't because it is in a downward trend so that's kind of my take on it not a good time to enter AMC right now 
let's wait for it to move up. Maybe if it moves up to about 55 or so, then we could possibly look at getting into it. But right now, I don't think it's a good time. It's in a downward trend. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, that's a tough place to be because, <coughs> you know, if you get that wrong, it could, it could end up costing you some money. Well, thank you, uh, everybody, again. And uh, I will be back tomorrow at 2.30. Um, at, at, at 2.30. If you uh, want to get on the Action Trade Alerts list, very, very easy to do. Uh, just go to www.sendfox.com uh, at a slash Dallas Trading Floor and uh, get on the Action Trade Alerts list. I think I'm going to hopefully come out tonight with uh, some, uh, finally get the under $10 stock list out there, the highly rated under $10 list out but you need to be on it by 6 30 eastern because it goes out after that so you need to be on the list by then okay well i will uh check in with you tomorrow thank you again for watching happy <coughs> excuse me happy trading and uh i will see you tomorrow <laughs>